Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I am Kane Miller, and I am joined by Dave Madden. Our guest today is a women's bantamweight who trains out of MMA Gold. Please help me welcome Brita Carpenter. Brita, thanks for being here. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Thank you. Now, you are 7-2 and two as an amateur, currently riding a two-fight winning streak, and your next appearance... Uh, will be for the Tough Enough Bantamweight title, correct? Absolutely. I'm super excited about it. And uh, how has your preparation been going leading up to this fight? It's been going great. I've been um, in training consistently for a really long time, so it's just kind of work. Like, super healthy, writing's not an issue. It's going great. Thinking about your training, I mean, I just walked out of the out of Urban Sprawl Fitness, out of the gym and, and watching – you know, you, and, and there was Aspen Ladd in there, and Anthony Hernandez, and Dylan oh, Moore, yeah. and Steven Gruber. You guys were, were yeah. uh, doing a strength and training, strength and conditioning uh, practice with Coach Doug, and, you know, I I, I felt kind of, I, I didn't know who the uh, other girl you were training with was. Yeah, she's the sister of one of our teammates. Um, and and I just thought it was so, okay. Well, you know, and I just thought, man, that's kind of mean. They're They're putting that's her... Funny on her back with a pad and, you know, letting Brita rain down these elbows and punches on her for, you know, five and six rounds of, of business, you know? So anyways, I just thought maybe talking about not just that practice, but just your, your work with coach Doug. Cause I mean, he just, he, he did a killer workout for all of you guys and it was fun to watch. Oh yeah. It's different every day too. You never really know what you're getting yourself into when you walk in at two thirty to the gym, but uh, it's always interesting incredible shape you just gotta gotta do it (laughs) is is the tough enough belt is um are you you guys still go shorter rounds but do you go more yeah it's only gonna be no not for um i they only have to do three three minute rounds or as like up at ultimate reno combat isds will have to do five three minute rounds but yeah just three three Okay. Okay, yeah. And, you know, like Dave said, uh, you currently train at one of the best rising gyms out there right now, MMA Gold, and we've talked to several fighters from your Mm -hmm. gym before since Dave does quite a bit of work over there. 
does it give you yeah. some extra confidence heading into your fights since your team has been so successful as of late? Yeah, it's a definite confidence booster knowing that you're working with people that are of a high level, higher than you, and same level as you. It's awesome. Like, you don't want to be with a bunch of scrubs, you know? Like you were saying, you know, you trade, you, you train with, like, just a ton of uh, really high-level guys. You know, you have people like, you know, like we've already asked Ben Ladd before, and so you really do have a lot of rising uh, prospects currently training out of that gym. Yeah, totally. And what's great about it is, like, there's no clickiness on my team. Like, the the top people, the biggest people, the heavyweights will train with the littlest and the, you know, most inexperienced people. Everybody trains with everybody and helps each other out. It's a really great team. And that's one of the best qualities I feel of just walking through the doors there is you walk in and just everyone just says, you know, hi, everyone's so nice and you, like you're kind of saying the egos go out the door and um, yeah. it's, it's such a nice, it's such a nice atmosphere there for sure. And, you yeah. know, kind of along the, the lines of training with these, you know, because there is all levels. There's amateurs. Like you're, you're on that cusp of you really shouldn't be amateur, but uh, you know, one yeah. more, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool because these, uh, like last night, for instance, was uh, like Thursday night fights and the sparring, and you know, everyone's kind of done. Uh, everyone but Brita, but everyone, you know, it's cool to see a couple people. Like, hey, Brita, can we go some more rounds and? Um, I think a, a few different people go to grab you because uh, guy, girl, size, or whatnot, man, you're going to give it to them. So uh, I think oh, they appreciate yeah. that. I love that so much about the guys, like, that they can just put their, you know, guy egos aside and just throw down with me. I love it so much. None of them have an issue, have an issue with it, but they're usually not the consistent ones on our team. They don't last long. You really can't be in this game and have an ego, but – I just thought that and trade with them is awesome. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, like Dave said, you know, you have a good number of amateur bouts under your belt, being seven and two. So I would like to know how you initially got started in MMA in the first place. I was seven until I was eighteen, and um, eventually I just realized my love for martial arts and wanted to take it somewhere. And you can't really come anywhere with. Girls can do this cage fighting crap, so I started there, and the rest is history. It was uh, almost four years ago that I started MMA. Okay, yeah. And, um, you know, Dave brought this up uh, a little bit earlier as well. You are a very seasoned amateur with a 7-2 record, and I believe mm-hmm. uh, that you said before that your initial plan was for your next fight to be pro. Uh, was there a reason why you stuck to another amateur fight? I was having trouble um, getting a fight in the because my pro weight is flyweight. I fought there a couple of times. That's my that's my natural weight. That's where I'm going to do best at. And we're just having trouble getting a fight at 125. So I'm just staying active. This offer came in. So I took it. I love fighting for tough enough. And we're really just waiting for the best pro opportunity to come. This idea of you know this this next fight is you know classified as amateur, but it is about as close to a pro debut type fight that you can get. I, I you know Serena has quite a quite a buzz about her. I mean, what do, what do you think about going into this matchup, and um, you know how how are you how are you picturing it? 
Um, I love that she has hype or hyper eyes on her just because of who she is and the personality that she is and the people that she trains with. Um, it's awesome. I think it's a great fight. She's tough. She's four and Um, yeah, it's just it's just a great matchup. I think she totally deserves a title. I'm I'm glad that she wanted to fight me. I'm just glad to have a fight. This is a a great fight. I couldn't have asked for a better fight for the title. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like we said, she for only being four and zero as an amateur, she has a lot of attention uh, being drawn towards her way as well. You know, she's very popular on social media, on like Twitter and Instagram. So do you think of stepping yeah. in the cage against her, some of the attention might, uh, you might receive some of the attention from her as well? I think definitely that's how things work. It's also, you know, she's just, she's so charismatic when it comes to just life and the social media. Like, I think she's great. I, I knew of her before I even was going to fight her. So that's part of it too. You know, I could probably be a little more, charismatic on there but i am hoping that fighting her will bring a little more attention my way that would be awesome i'll accept it and you know it's it's you start looking at the tail of the tape and it, i i haven't watched all four of her fights but the the few i did the, her opponents seemed shorter um and i didn't know their records per se but it just seemed like she she hadn't fought someone as tall as you um you'd seem like uh, she likes to kick. You like to kick. It's your legs seem thicker. You know, you seem like you, uh, you, you, you eke her out. You know, in just in certain areas of of striking and, um, you know, what we would see about the ground game. But you know, I know your your team works hard on that. And I, you know, I, I, where do you see the advantage with her? Um, I'm going to have the advantage in the the striking department, definitely. I believe I have the advantage on the ground. I'm not I don't think I have the size advantage, but I'm definitely more athletic than her and probably stronger. Um, so I'm just gonna use all my best traits against her. It could it could go anywhere. I don't care. Um, I'm gonna beat her everywhere though. That's all there is to it. She's never fought anybody like me. Um, you know, she has some great training partners over there, so I think she's gonna be super tough, but I'm just gonna take her out of her comfort zone and Teacher, something. I'm stoked. And then, you know, like you said, you might be down on the scorecards a little bit with the charisma, but, you know, that's easy to work on and just put it out there. But um, you know, <laughs> she has been, she's been uh, featured in uh, that Fight Valley movie. Uh, yeah. I know you uh, were, was it bra- or plays or uh, you have some acting chops too. So she doesn't get ahead of you there either. So, uh, oh, I wonder if you could share. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if you could share those things. You know, what what was the acting you did? Um, I did plays in musicals growing up, all until I was 16, and um, actually won an Ellie Award, which is like the Sacramento Regional Acting Awards. And that's kind of when I quit. Um, I won my award, and I was like, "Well, I'm on the top. I'm going to quit." And then I started focusing <laughs> on other things. So yeah. yeah, acting is definitely a love of mine. I I miss it. Um, but I know that there's going to be those opportunities in the future. So right now I just focus on fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Yeah, that's interesting because, I mean, you see some fighters, they go, you know, they'll become popular athletes and then they'll do, like, a movie or two or something like that because they're so popular. You're kind of going in the opposite direction, though. I mean, I can't can't think of many other fighters who have kind of taken that route. I mean, 
maybe Heather Joe Clark for one, but like you've kind of already established yourself in like performing arts, things like that. And then you're like, all right, I'm just going to stop here and just jump over to combat sports. Yeah. Kind of weird. I, I found, I learned a lot about myself growing up. I learned that I like as much as music and acting and all of that. So it's still to me like the, the physical strain of MMA and the emotional strain and pushing yourself. That's what really makes me happy. I can't go a day without a vicious workout anymore so I kind of left you know all to, all to my music oh we can't fight anymore that's how I see it it's always going to be there right now I need to get beat up and beat people up it's weird <laughs> you know it's kind of interesting you know I did theater a little bit in high school and I feel like when you kind of put yourself out there in that medium it definitely gives you a sense of confidence so do you think that mm-hmm. um, as weird as the comparison might be do you think it kind of putting yourself out there give you the confidence to maybe try other things like MMA? Um, I wouldn't say that. It definitely, like, you won't ever catch me having speech right going into the cage or speaking in front of fans or whoever. Um, so I think that that's how um, my theater life translated over into MMA. It's, it's, it's definitely a performance to me, which I'm very comfortable with doing, performing in a lot of people so being under the lights it's just it's all very natural to me and it is and then it definitely I be- is oh. like uplifting being in front of so many people having so many eyes on you it does it makes me just feel strong now that you mention it <laughs> <laughs> and then it must eat you up too when we were talking about how or you mentioned briefly i feel i, I think about just how tough it has been to get you fights so you love being there, but then getting you there is so hard. Yeah, it really is. Um, in the beginning, everybody has to deal with people with the kind of style that I have. I think, you know, being a striker and having so many knockouts or whatever, it kind of makes people want to fight me less. So you just get – I'll get a text from my manager saying, yo, Tank, and I'm just like, oh, God, I already know. I already know what's coming. <laughs> Oh. So you get used. It's yeah, it's okay. It's part of everything. <laughs> yeah, and you actually mentioned it briefly there. You know, you said you know they called you Tank, and you know I wanted to to ask you your nickname is Tank Girl. Kind of a unique uh, persona that 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 is. And how did that nickname kind of come to be? Did you do something to earn it? Did someone else give it to you? A couple other people gave it to me. My mom started calling me that when I was probably a tank girl, and she was a fan of the comic book character, which I don't really have any relation to at all. I don't think I'm anything like her. But So my mom called me tank girl, and then out of the blue one day, my first MMA coach called me tank girl. And I was, like, kicking the guys really hard or something. And it was just kind of a funny coincidence, and it was like, well, that must be destiny. And Tank Girl. It fits the MMA persona perfectly because you hit like a you hit like a tank. You you take shots <laughs> like a tank. So it's it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it. I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, since you have uh, competed in MMA for a while now, uh, do you follow the sport pretty closely as well? You know, do you consider yourself to be an avid fan of the sport as long uh, along with being a competitor? Um, not so much anymore. It seems like 
the deeper I get into MMA, the more I train, the less time I devote to watching fights. I think because I'm just too busy training and just don't keep up with the fighters anymore. And also they become just like, like, like I'm one of them. You know, I'm not starstruck, so I don't need to stay up on all these guys. But, um, yes, yeah, so I'll mostly just watch fights just to learn from, like, UFC fights tomorrow night. I'll just be watching and learning, you know, try a combo that I like in sparring next week or something. So that's um, – she asked me what's going on with any of my fighters. I won't even be able to tell you anymore. <laughs> and then, you know, it's almost too bad we don't have MMA's Guinness World Book of Records, you know, going on with us because I think you're going to go down as, you know, the only documented person who to be catfished. Um, you know, for for an MMA match, I just wondered oh, if you could no. talk about about that idea of getting, I, like, what what I I heard about this and just thought, how do you get catfish for this? And I just hope yeah. you would you would bless the audience with with that story. Yeah, so I am the champion at 135 for NorCal Fight Series. So we were looking for a fight for um, an opponent for defending for the fight. Um, didn't end up fighting because we had an opponent. Um, this person was in touch, really great at communicating with a promoter over email. And like, come to find out a month later that this person doesn't even exist. Somebody created a fake fighter profile, and they're basically just trolling the promoter. Very creepy. I didn't think that kind yeah. of thing would happen. I mean, it might be kind of cool. Um, kind of every everything's getting involved in MMA. Anything can happen. It's becoming such a big sport. You never know. So that's how I see it. Okay, yeah. And you know, when you're not training, uh, what else do you tend to do in your free time? You know, do you have any like hobbies or anything like that? I do have hobbies. Um, I play guitar. I fix guitars. Um, and I have a job. I work four to five days a week, so I like I like to tan, sit on the river, don't <laughs> so summer. That's that's about it. Just playing guitar and enjoying the sun. If you have any sponsors you'd like to thank or give any shout outs, I would of course like to give you that opportunity as well. All my sponsors are local to El Dorado Hills, so that's probably um, no, I think I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that might be a first for a podcast, just to you know asking a fighter if they'd like to think of sponsors. And it's like, nah, that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple actually. They, <laughs> those guys. They, they do that. I've, I've actually had a couple. I was kind of surprised where, you know, um, it's funny because some shows I've heard they go, no, no, you tell us, you say it, you know, and it's funny because. Yeah, sometimes you're like, well, I mean, how often do you go log on and go run to Gamma Labs because someone said it? Or, you know, I, I yeah. anyways, I always find you that know, kind of a funny thing. And uh, a supplement company sponsor than I would because you can log on and go. But now my sponsors are local. Like, I got a Ohio Therapy Place. I'm also, like, also really weird of giving, like, like giving away to people where I am. Like you'll never catch yeah. me tagging Urban Sprawl Fitness in my 
in my posts. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get stalked. Yeah, I know. It's probably sorry, smart, definitely. actually. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think that we'll wrap it up here. Uh, you can see Brita Carpenter oh. for, for the Tough Enough 135-pound belt oh, on June, oh. bantamweight belt on <laughs> June 25th. Brita, thank you very much for joining us, and best of luck to you in your fight. Thank you for having me. And that was Brita Carpenter. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. I want to thank Dave Madden for setting up this interview as well as helping us co-host. Dave, where can people reach you at? Yeah, I always love coming on to, to help co-host and find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up Dave Madden, Twitter, MMA, and I hope to connect. All right. And, of course, a big thanks to the head of our site, Rob Mead. He's not joining us today, but he coordinates everything at FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FunkyMonkeyMMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller. And keep up with the site for the latest interviews, event photos, and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time. You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. Funky Monkey Radio is sponsored by Altercation Clothing. If you never back down, then you're ready for an altercation. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to funkymonkeymma at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. MMA fans, are you looking for something to set you apart? Then check out altercationclothing.com. Altercation Clothing is a brand with attitude, offering fans and fighters alike a variety of specialty shirts. If you won't back down, then you're ready for an altercation. Altercation Clothing can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash altercationclothing. Altercation Clothing is a proud sponsor of Funky Monkey MMA Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.